Hi everybody and welcome back to the podcast. Today is going to be another guest on my podcast. I'm here with Gatsobi san. Yeah, hi guys. So we're just going to have a conversation about the creative industry in Botswana. It's a, a podcast episode that I've actually been thinking about doing since last year. And lucky enough, I have a friend who's in that industry. But before we get there, how is 2023 so far for you, Gatsobi? Um, I think 2023, I'm excited for this year. Yeah? Um, yeah, we have a lot of things lined up. Mm, so, yeah. That's good, that's good. We're looking forward to that, hey? Yeah. So, I wanted to know what inspired you to go into music, because I feel like the music industry for locals is not really, like, a big thing yet. So, what inspired you to go into music? Um, I think I've always just liked music like i've always loved listening to music ever since i was a kid you know mm. and yeah i think it only started 10 years when i started making music so i started making music with um my god brother ama amanjenteta and yeah he makes beats like he's a producer he's just an overall creative you know but i think at the time it was just more emphasis placed on his producing so he decided to work together and it was just history from there you know oh really that's good that's good so are your parents into music or like yeah um my mom i think my mom is my i get a lot of my influence from my mom because um ever since i was a kid she always just played music like she was always listening to India Ari, Anthony Hamilton, you know what I'm saying? Like, very soulful music. Tevin Campbell. Like, it was just... So, I think there was a large influence from the soulful aspect of everything. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. So, that's what inspired you to make the kind of music that you make now? I mean, yeah. Also, just, I guess, growing up and just listening to the music. Like, Chase... I think Chase... I used to listen to Chase. Oh, my God. Same, same. Like, I was on there. Like, I was very invested you know hits and lyrics that that was my thing like no yeah no yeah no yeah i feel like if you live in like bots or like SEO, like these surrounding areas you know trace saturday morning you just put on trace and listen to all the music there so who's your like biggest inspiration in music like is there someone where like when you're listening to music and you're like wow they're so good and like i want to make something like that i think there's a lot of artists that i listen to because I don't listen to, like, one genre, you know. I think mm. I'm very versatile when it comes to what I listen to. Okay. So I think, obviously, as an artist, like, as I've grown, I've grown to, like, jazz music and just very, like, live and, you know, I feel like it's an experience. Like, having to attend a live concert is, like... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think the artists really think that through it's, it's just supposed to be a whole experience. So, yeah. I think live music... Um, I really like instruments, piano, and I'm learning instruments currently, so I think, yeah. What instruments are you learning now? I'm learning the piano and the violin. Oh, violin. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. But is there, like, maybe, like, a group of artists where you're like, yeah, these are my biggest inspiration? I think my friends, honestly speaking. Oh, really? Yeah, my friends really inspire me, um... I love working with my friends and I'm part of a creative conglomerate called ISM. Mm. So ISM is basically just a community of artists and just overall creatives. And we just come together. And I think because we're all basically of the same age range and the way we found each other, like, it was kind of cool. You know, it's, I feel like 
as an artist or just as a creative you really need people that inspire you and people that you can like gauge inspiration from directly you know what i'm saying i really feel like that influences the final product and just your growth as an artist because it makes you very open-minded like we don't all make the same music and i think that's what i really like about it is there's no competition it's all just while upbringing each other like it's all just as much as like we don't all make the same music everyone contributes to whatever idea there is you know what i'm saying Mm. so yeah so how did you really get into like the creative space and that industry like the people that you make music with how did you like meet them was it like maybe you're at a party and you're like oh hey i'm katso i make music and i'm like oh yeah same 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 like how did it go about um so i think it happened differently for every single person Mm. some people i met a lot of the people we met through like mutual friends that we shared you know like nick and mark I met through Sabaha. Um, Brian, I also... How did I meet Brian? I met Brian at Perfect Noise in 2021. I was performing. That was my first ever performance. Mm. And he was just there. Like, he was... We're just vibing, you know. And I think that was his first performance as well. Or mm. second. How did that go? Were you nervous? Yeah, or? of course. I was <laughs> nervous. Like, I was so nervous. But... How was the crowd like? Was there like a lot of people that made you nervous? Or was it like a crowd of people that you really know? So... It was just the nerves of it just being the first time. I think it was a mixture of both because, like, obviously, the people that were there that I didn't know, mm-hmm. but the people that were there that came for me and I'd never met before. So I think that was, like, a very... It was a very um, eye-opening moment. Like, people actually listen to my stuff and they're mm, willing to yeah. come out and willing to support, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, now that's good. That's real. So, um, how is the creative scene in Botswana? Like, do you feel like you get a lot of support, not just from your friends, but, like, from, like, the general public? How's the exposure like? What do you think about being a creative in Botswana? I think being a creative here, um, I understand the struggles that um, a creative person may have. And I faced some of the struggles myself, you know? Um, I think there comes a point where you have to tell yourself, I'm just going to make whatever I want to make. And whoever likes what I make, they'll gravitate towards what I do simply because they feel my energy, you know? Mm. Like, I feel like in the beginning, I started off making music that... I was like, yeah, R&B, you know, it's cute. I like singing. And I think that's the... That's what is, like, the in the easiest to reach in terms of, as a singer, you always... I think a lot of people I've noticed started making R&B music. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's easier, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So, yeah, I think that was a good start. Um, but I still do make R&B. I think now it's more of a thing of I'm just open to experimenting and trying different things. And I feel like I should take advantage of that now. Because, no, you should. Yeah, like, I'm just starting up, you know what I'm saying? So... I don't want to feel like I'm limited in any way, yeah. but I think you also need to do it in a way that you don't lose your fan base or you don't lose yourself in like, you know, the creative spiral because you can get like caught up. You can be like, yeah, I want to make this. I want to make this. And you want to touch everything, go everywhere. And it's like, you have to really ground yourself and tell mm. yourself, okay, let me focus on this, refine this. And then I think everything just comes. With yeah. yeah. But I think the good part about starting out from what I've heard from people is that like, Cause you don't, you're not like as big as like, 
let's say Beyonce yeah. like astronomical success you're able to like make something that you like mm-hmm. you know and you're able to like touch and be like okay I like this I like that and then as you continue then you can really like find your sound definitely is that what you feel like so um what can you say is like the biggest struggle of being a creative in Botswana um I think I'm only just studying you know what I'm saying so yeah. I don't think I've faced that many um, especially because I have people around me that look out for me. They are there to be like, okay, I mean, obviously you're going to drop this. Um, you know what I'm saying? And they, I don't think they do it in a way to like say, nah, they don't control me basically. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm. that they're to offer that support system, um, of saying, you know, if I ever feel unsure about something, I can always go to one of my friends and say, I have this idea. What do you think about it? You know? Um, and it's not even a, a thing of seeking validation. It's just... I need to, like, I need a second opinion that I trust, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get you. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I haven't necessarily faced any, like, challenges like that. Um, and I'm not going to pretend and say, oh, my God, like, I go through this. Thing. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I think that will come at its own time. But yeah, as of right yeah, now, yeah. I can really gauge and control stuff. Mm. But do you think, do you sometimes think that it would be easier for you or, like, it would fast track your career if you were somewhere else. Like maybe if you're like an essay, because essay has like more people, the population, and maybe the entertainment industry there is a bit more developed than it is here. Yeah. Um, I think I have noticed something. I have a fan base in South Africa as well. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I listen, when I look at my statistics, like my listeners and everything, it's from basically all over the world. Like. Like people from China, Japan. Really? Japan. Yeah, like it's crazy. Oh, that's people, so cool. Yeah, it is. It is really that's cool. That's really, really cool. Yeah, because I think I want to make music that... I don't want to limit it to one place, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think I, there's no growth when you limit something to one place. So I think the elements that go into it, there's that element of relatability. Mm, so yeah. anyone can listen to my music. Like even... um the age range and everything like mm. there are people that are like 60 listening to really because <laughs> i was listening i was listening to your podcast um earlier right yeah and like i noticed like i'm like i can see why older people can relate to what you talk about as much yeah. as it's it's your own struggles it's like i feel like that's the beauty about being a person and just having an element of relatability in what you talk about yeah because you know yeah. i actually went through my stats yesterday yeah. and i posted it on my close friends list and i saw there was a percentage of people that were 60 years older and i was like why is a 60 year old like a 60 year old can relate to my podcast yeah, like that's crazy. a bit insane mm-hmm. you know like yeah no no i hear you so like what do you what's your creative process when you're making a song like what like you know what i mean do you understand what i'm trying yeah, to say yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um i think it varies um there's a lot of things that go into making a song mm. um so my writing process differs depending on what i'm working on okay. um when i was working like if i'm working on like a song just a single like a single it takes a relatively shorter time depending on 
my environment one like there's just so many things that influence like if i'm not feeling because i mean as an artist you can't always just pop out ideas yeah you know what I'm true, now, true. there's that period where like where there's not really any yeah. creative flow that's exactly how i feel with my podcast like sometimes there are times when i have so much to talk about and then other times i'm like i don't even know what Definitely. my next podcast episode is gonna be about yeah 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 so i think the time aspect varies like i can write a song in like 10 minutes another song i can write really a, a full song yeah like it, instruments it really, and yeah lyrics. that's just depends. that's insane yeah it's that's crazy. so crazy yeah but i mean obviously it didn't come easy There's, yeah obviously as you continue to write and just that like lyrical ability comes with time like mm. if you listen to my first few songs you're gonna notice the growth in terms mm. of what i talk about the way i approach things and yeah there's a lot of things that go into it really mm. okay now i see that so um but the the songs that you make is it from like experiences in your life or is it just you putting yourself in other shoes because i think i watched this interview of give on uh-huh. you probably know him I mean, yeah, yeah if he doesn't know give on you know yeah. and you know how like his first album that went really big what was it called again take the time. yeah take time the mm. one with heartbreak anniversary mm-hmm. yeah. and all of that and the way that he sings the songs you think oh my gosh he's singing from like he he went through this yeah. but he's literally saying nah this is not my this is what my friends are going through and i thought that was like a bit crazy that he could like put so much like heart and soul into mm-hmm. something that is not even something that you went through so like for you is it like do you write from experiences or just like maybe your friends are telling you something like oh my gosh this would make a good song so um i think i do write from experiences i think writing from experience helps you connect yeah um with whatever the product is going to be um because you went through it you know what i'm saying like i feel like a lot of emotion goes into um composing something and like really gauging the final product yeah so i think yeah i do write from experience but i also look at other people's lives and um even just the things that i watch because i watch a lot of artist interviews Mm. um so yeah i think there's a lot of things that inspire me Mm. and i think i don't think i'm limited in the sense that i only ever sing about my emotions and just the things that i go through there's things that i sing about that i'm like oh yeah this is something i noticed like I think it's basically storytelling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what inspired your newest song that she has she has out? It's called Dead to Me. You guys yeah. should definitely go stream it. Go it's stream on it. Apple Music, Spotify, probably yeah, it's on all, streaming platforms. all streaming platforms. You guys should go. So what inspired Dead to Me? Um, what inspired Dead to Me? I I think a lot of things inspired it because the first version, that's not the final version. There were like I think there were like three different versions that I worked on. And then the final one is the one that I was like, okay, this is the final. Because I think as a creative, you need to have that instinct that tells you, yeah, okay, this is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to reach a point where you're satisfied with what you make. So I think the first few times I wasn't really satisfied. And yeah, I think the final, because I started working on a snippet of the beat. Like, Sabaga sent me um, a recording, like a, a video um of her making the beat but that was like the first time like she was still had like she started to arrange everything so i think yeah i worked on that initially and then obviously as everything came together and everything changed everything that i wanted to talk about shifted like the position and like just everything changed so um yeah i think 
at the time i think this year i mean last year oops we are in 2020 <laughs> i forgot uh, like, yeah no yeah. yeah dude so i think last year i went through a lot of things that i felt i just needed to talk about yeah. and i do talk about those things in the songs that i have coming because mm-hmm. i'm dropping a project um soon and i think that song specifically was just influenced by whatever i went through in that moment i can't necessarily gauge what it was because i have this thing where like when i talk about something um obviously you have to process whatever you talk about you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, so i go through like the process of processing and then i reach a point where i'm like okay i'm ready to talk about this mm. um so yeah um yeah i think the people that are in my life at the time influenced what i was talking about mm. yeah so dead to me was kind of like your way of like expressing what you were going through yeah and i think the title there's some sort of significance because the beat like survival called the beat did to me so i think i was just writing i didn't necessarily like gauge a name for the song you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying <clears throat> so i think when i reached a point where i was like okay i'm done with this what am i gonna call it and then i was like I loved it to me like i love the word because essentially when i talk about the things that i go through um there's some sort of relief that i feel like it feels like um i've spoken about it and i've seen and i've felt the way i felt and like i said i'm ready to share it with the world you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's kind of um, like therapy yeah definitely definitely so yeah, yeah. cuz that's exactly how my podcast feels like you're even better than me cuz maybe you like you know like um actually like see what you're going through and then you process it and then you make it a song for me sometimes like even before i even process what i'm going through I'm like i want to talk about this yeah, like i just want you know what i mean like yeah. my podcast is very like impromptu and stuff so i feel like for music it's it's different cuz you actually like process the whole thing and yeah. then you put it out and stuff like that mm-hmm. so um where do you see yourself in 5 to 10 years um i see a lot of growth mm. um a lot of personal growth a lot of growth in my craft a lot of a lot of growth in the things that influence me as well um i don't necessarily have like a resolution like i'm not saying after 5 years this is where i'm going to be and i'm going to have this many people listening to me and i'm going to be this big and i'm going i think that defeats the whole purpose because i think one thing i've learned to do is love the process yeah the process is i think one of the most important things because essentially for you to reach the final goal you have to go through the process you know what i'm saying i don't think you just do something and i feel like when you do dread the process it kind of defeats the purpose but sometimes you do need to go through that sometimes it does feel uncomfortable yeah so you have to learn to love the process um and i think i do really enjoy the process of whatever products i you know produce like i've learned to immerse myself into the process and as much as sometimes it is uncomfortable it definitely um it definitely does teach you a lot mm. about whatever you are trying to achieve and accomplish and also about yourself you know cuz i feel like you do need a lot of patience yeah. when you do things you can't necessarily rush through things because if there's one thing i've noticed when you make a song for example and like you say okay yeah i'm going to record this song and it's like you feel very um pressed for time or whatever like you don't necessarily feel like wow you have enough time Um the final product is not great you know what I'm saying because yeah. you didn't take time with it um and I think you have to treat, treat um whatever you care about with a certain type of 
um, delicacy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, um, I think I've just learned to be patient with myself. Because, like I said, writer's block is not fun. Like, yeah. you have so... You, you'll, like, listen to... Like, personally, this happens to me. I'll listen to something, and then I'll be like, okay, let me just try and get a few ideas. And then it's, like, the ideas that come aren't really solid, or they just don't feel final you know but i think you have to go there to reach whatever does feel final mm. so yeah yeah so um from what you're saying you're basically saying music for you is something that you just enjoy the process you don't really have a thing of like oh i want to be this big in 10 years i want to you know yeah i think i mean it's good to have some sort of direction and i do think the direction that i'm taking like obviously i'll have more people gravitate towards my sound um and it's crazy and i think that's why i'm so grateful because i'm genuinely making what i want to make you know yeah i don't think i'm like oh my god but if i make this how are people gonna receive this like yeah. sure that is one of the things that really matter in terms of um when you make things but i think the thing that really matters the most is just doing what you want true, true yeah true, so true. i'm just doing what i want um and i think obviously there's some element of seriousness that comes with the growth of something you can't just raw dog it the whole yeah. like you can't just say hey oaks like i'm gonna drop an album today and then next week i'm gonna drop this and next i mean obviously there's to be some element of consistency yeah true um, true and obviously because i've been in school and i've been making music at the same time being a student i think i had to tell myself okay there's a time for everything yeah because sometimes you can get caught up and say ah hey like this happens to me i can be in bed like about to fall asleep and then i'm like oh my god i have a melody let me take it down and then you're like let me take it down then it turns into like oh yeah let me just write like a verse then it's like okay let me just write a hook you know it's like you need to really control yourself and sometimes you need to sit with your ideas you don't necessarily need to approach them head on instantly because they need time to simmer and settle you know what i'm saying yeah i hear you i hear you even though i'm not a very musical person. <laughs> I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. So, um, as time goes on, do you want um music to be like like a solid career for you, something that you can make money out of, or is it something that's gonna be like a hobby on the side where you're gonna be working, maybe a nine to five, but then make music on the side? Um, I think I do wanna make music for the rest of my life. That's something that I have come to realize. In the beginning, it was just a hobby. Yeah. But like as as I said, as things grow, obviously, um, they become more important to you, and you just can't imagine. Like I personally can't imagine my life without music. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, if it's not listening to music, it's making music. So I think, um, in any way, shape, or form, music is always gonna be a part of my life. Um, and yeah, I do wanna make music, for as long as I'm on earth. That's good. That's good. I feel like we need a whole lot more creatives and bots because yeah. for me, um, I can't really say I'm a very, I don't want to say I'm not a very musical person because that makes it seem like I don't listen to music. I mean, I do, but a lot of people say my music taste is a bit questionable because apparently I listen to white girl music. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's what everybody says. Cause you, but you know what, guys? Like, I feel like you shouldn't judge people on their music taste. Like, Definitely. whatever you like is okay. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. But um, basically, but I feel like there needs to be a lot more creatives in Botswana or like a lot more exposure for them mm-hmm. because 
um for a while i literally thought there wasn't anyone making music besides the big people like bovi and mm. bochama girl yeah. bo ati you know the ones that are really big and like i feel like it's good to have a lot more upcoming and also a lot more diverse mm-hmm. you know because yeah. bochama girl the music is different from the music that you make Definitely. you know what i mean yeah. exactly so i feel like there needs to be a lot more exposure do you feel like you get enough exposure in botswana like do you feel like there's enough exposure for upcoming artists um i think i think i have come to a point where i don't necessarily dwell on the statistics of everything you know mm. um i think oh sorry <laughs> yeah i'm a bit sick but yeah i think there comes a point where you have to tell yourself no matter how much support i'm getting i'm still going to do what i do yeah um and i think when you dwell too much on who's supporting who's listening to what it lowkey feels like a job you know what i'm yeah, saying like it yeah, feels yeah. like it gets very draining because now it's like just okay. one day um you decide okay i'm going to put this out and then it gets 100 listens and it's like wow i thought this was going to get like 10k like you shouldn't necessarily do that because the expectations you can't control how people receive stuff you know yeah. so i feel like when you set expectations for something like subconsciously you already said okay i'm doing this with the intention of achieving 10,000 yeah. streams you know what i'm saying yeah. and you need to i feel like i share what i want to um so i don't like dwell on the statistics mm. of everything so in terms of exposure i think so far so good yeah i think so far so good i think um the people that the people that listen to me um really do support me they i feel like there's some element of consistency like i said like yeah. in terms of my listeners and everyone that does support me there is some sort of consistency so i'm not really bothered um when it comes to the exposure aspect so yeah i think it also comes with passion you mm-hmm. know cuz i feel like if um in the entertainment industry i feel like it's not just in music also yeah. in like everything you know like if you want to be a youtuber if you're not going to acting if you want it all comes with passion cuz these are very competitive industries oh, yeah. and it's hard for you to get um to the point where you'd want to as quick as you'd want to mm-hmm. so the thing that pushes a lot of people it keeps a lot of people in the game i think as passion because if you're not passionate for what you're doing at the start when it's hard you're going to give up yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so i feel like it all goes with passion also with my podcast i think i started it just because i just thought it'd be a fun thing to do you know what i mean yeah, like definitely. i was going through a hard time in my life and podcasts were a a good thing for me like they made me feel good about myself and I was like I want to do this too and I didn't really care about who listened who didn't listen you know uh-huh. what I mean it's just a thing of like this is something I enjoy doing and this is something that I want to keep doing whether people listen to it or not you yeah. know what I mean yeah, so I feel like in the entertainment industry especially in a, in a place like Botswana mm-hmm. where it's really resting like your population a lot yeah. I feel like passion is something that's very very important really But anyway, since you've been in the game and I know that you're saying that you kind of recently started, but like I'm pretty sure you've had like a couple of experiences so far. So, what advice would you give to somebody who's like starting out? Maybe they they're thinking, "Okay, I want to start writing a song today." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like what advice would you give for somebody who's starting out? Um, I think 
when it comes to writing a song, just let yourself go through the process of finding your steps. You know what I'm saying? I don't think there is a specific method that I'd advise people to do. Like, I'm not here to be like, yeah, guys, you should go through um, this step. Like, you should really listen to the song. And I mean, it differs for many people. So I don't think um, the way I write songs is the way, like, the weekend write songs or like, you know what I'm saying? It's very yeah. different depending on the artist. Um, that you are and also the type of music that you're trying to make true, true so true. i think when it comes to like writing obviously there are some people that write from experience there are some people that write solely like fictional they are just telling a story it's not something that they went through um directly or they just saw someone go through it so they decided to talk about it so i think it depends on the approach that you have um but yeah i think when it comes to telling a story obviously there's a lot that goes into it there's a lot of detail that you have to convey and communicate with people so that they can feel like wow this was because when you're telling a story essentially you are like inviting someone into the experience you know what i'm saying yeah so you need to have that picture that okay like someone can picture this in their head like if you say i was walking in the street and i saw green trees and everything was just green like that should be like the visual like people should be able to visualize yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying um so yeah i mean it depends on the writing style like obviously if you're writing from emotion people should be able to feel that emotion um yeah just create some sort of relatability i guess so yeah okay so besides the actual like writing part because that's part of being in the creative industry but there's also like the social aspect of it because i feel like as an artist you can't really be like alone like you can't be like an island like you're saying you yeah. have like friends who when you're not really sure about something are like oh listen to this what do you think about this mm. you know do you have any advice so what advice would you give to somebody besides the actual writing process like in terms of like maybe networking or socializing you know maybe especially in Botswana because maybe there's someone out there who wants to get into the creative space but doesn't know where to start mm -hmm. yeah you definitely know? um I think just reach out there are people that are willing to help you um I don't think um you'll ever get to a point where you feel alienated I feel like if you see something in yourself someone else will see something in you as well mm -hmm. um so in that regard, I feel like the best thing to do is reach out. Like, I've had people come to me and say, I'm learning how to write music. I'm learning how to play this instrument. I'm learning how to do this. And it's like, I I like that. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. like, people turn to me and tell me, you know, I feel like it's kind of cool that people do Yeah. Um, look at me and say, well, let me just, you know, tell her that, like, you know. And it's kind of cool because it's like, wow, like, people, there are people, there are more people that actually care about um creating and there are more people that care about making music and it doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily just limited to music i think just people trying new things really excites me like yeah. whenever my friends tell me yeah you know i'm doing this like i remember at the beginning of last year when i met you um i never i knew you were making youtube and that's yeah. where i knew from like i was like oh my god it's you from youtube yeah and i was like yeah you know because i watched your video so i was like wow this is like her new life like that's crazy so yeah i was like that's kind of interesting the fact that people do care about these things you yeah know? no they actually yeah. do you know it's crazy because there were some times last year the year before when i was still doing youtube where people would literally come up to me in the mall and be like oh hi 
but like you make YouTube and I'm like yeah I do YouTube yeah. videos and I didn't think anyone would care like mm-hmm. I started it just because I thought it'd be just like a fun hobby you know yeah. what I mean because yeah. I feel like I've always been a like a creative person in that sense not really like in music it used to be music actually mm-hmm. but I've kind of gravitated towards like YouTube and like podcasts and stuff like that but I didn't really think anyone would care mm-hmm. I was just doing it for me but it's so like interesting and so surreal when someone's like oh i listen to your songs you're like or oh, i watched your videos or i listen to your podcast yeah. it's a bit it's a bit crazy yeah so it's it a is. bit insane it's a really humbling experience yeah so you're basically saying from what i hear so there's never been any like toxicity in the creative scene and bots like there's never been anything like oh you know feeling a bit like maybe a certain artist was a bit like gatekeeping or alienating you like there's never been any sort of like toxicity um i don't think even if there was that toxicity i don't necessarily pay attention to it because mm-hmm. like i said like i do have people that ground me um i don't go looking for the negative things you know what i'm saying i feel yeah. like the positive does overpower the negative so it's easier to focus on the positive um but i don't think yeah i don't think i've had any experiences where i was like wow that actually defeated me like i don't ever want to make music anymore um i think the people that i have around me do protect me yeah as much as they don't intend to i think just the relationship that we have it's always i'm gonna look out for you and it's always just a thing of like we share that like i'll always look out for my people um so yeah i think just knowing the people that you have and just having a foundation of friends that you can really turn to and say these are my people 100% like it's not wishy-washy like yeah that's my friend but yeah, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can go and say that's my brother that's my sister like yeah. that is the relationship that we have you know what I'm saying so yeah I think in that sense um I haven't really felt like I was alone so even mm. if I was going through something I always had people to kind of support me through it yeah no that's good it's good to hear that the creative scene in bots is not toxic because i feel like that would be something that would deter someone you know what i mean because i feel like from maybe let's say me as someone from the outside you always assume that these people are a bit like stuck up and they're hard to approach because i feel like in in the like the gist of what people think if you're in bots and maybe like you're an influencer someone who makes music or someone who's part of the cool kids you always assume they're a bit stuck up so i think it's good for everybody to hear that it's it's a very healthy and supportive space for people yeah so i'm gonna give you the next couple of minutes for you to talk about your upcoming project anything that you want to say anything you want to disclose anything you want to promote even if you want to promote your friends just just about anything um so yeah um i have a project coming out um next month february um it's called fifth heaven so yeah the concept i feel like it took a while to finally find my feet in terms of finally like settling on one idea and sticking to it there's a lot Mm. of ideas that came to me in the beginning and there's a lot of things like a, a lot of different sounds that I was hearing so it was kind of hard to gauge what direction I was trying to take but I think obviously like I said like I have really supportive friends so yeah um whenever I would perform have live shows and everything there was always we'd always have jam sessions and a lot of the times it wouldn't be like orchestrated like yeah today we're jamming for one hour it was like when I'm done with the 
band, um, band practice and everything it's like okay um this time um whoever's here is here so let's just do something and then it's like yeah someone will be playing the bass like offensive would be playing the the bass musa would be playing the lead um someone would be playing the keys like it's just all like the energy is very pure you know what i'm yeah. saying so i think in that regard like it was easy for me to kind of complete the project because like i said like i've had people i have people who are supporting me through it there are people that are like yeah you know i have this and i think you'd sound good in it and it's like subconsciously they don't even know that like damn like that is <laughs> in line with whatever i'm trying to work with you know what yeah. i'm saying so i think there's a lot of collaboration that went on in terms of making the project what it is now and the project is done guys the project is done Ooh, it's looking out. forward to it yeah it's coming yeah. out soon but yeah yeah i think there's a lot of things that I spoke about in the project. Um, there's a lot of things that I decided to... A lot of it was uncomfortable, mm. in a sense, you know. There's, like, some things... Like, you know when you feel like, ah, I don't want to be too emotional. Yeah. I don't want to do this. And it's like, sometimes you need to do yeah, that, you know. Yeah. You need to yeah. come out of your comfort zone Definitely. A bit. And the final product is amazing. So, yeah, I just can't wait for everyone to hear it. Ooh, can't wait to hear it. You hear that, guys? It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be fire. Like the takeover is so hostile. I'm telling <laughs> you guys now. Like it's it's happening. Yeah. Um. So I think that's it. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? Um. I just wanna give a shout out to my people. Shout out to Ism. Everyone in Ism. Shout out to Sabaha. Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Fancy. Shout out to Ama. Shout out to Pablo. Shout out to Sombre. Shout out to Yanda. Shout out to Mark. Shout out to everyone, dude. Everyone that's supported me, I think shout out to you. And I am expressing nothing but love and nothing but undying gratitude for anyone that listens to me, anyone that pays attention to what I make, anyone that shares whatever I put out. I really deeply appreciate it. Yeah, you hear it, you heard it here, guys. Um, thank you so much, Katso, for being on the podcast. And if you guys enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to rate it on whatever platform it is you listen to and follow the podcast at All Things Podcast Official on Instagram. Follow Gatso, uh, Queso the Enigma on Instagram and stream Dead to Me. And like you heard it, guys, there's a new project coming up next month. We got to push you. We got to support our own. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. And I will hear you guys. I'll see you guys in the next podcast episode. Bye.